Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. A wild and stressful week is finally coming to a close. Unfortunately, the way fantasy season is going, <laughs> it's just adding and adding to the stress. Bud, how are you? I'm, you know, it's an interesting time right now. There's a lot of things going on, and uh, I'm glad we have football. I'm glad we have football. I'm a little unglad that we have so much stress in football. Right now, we have COVID, you know, sightings going around, injury sightings, trades. That, we not, that, that didn't even happen or come close to what we expected to happen. But... You are correct. Sunday is almost upon us. Of course, in this episode, we have, the, of course, the headlines. We're going to have your clutch starts and sits. Your star is born and the doo-doo player of the week. So pretty much all the good stuff. All this the gravy. Is, this, is, this, is, this is the per, the creme de la creme. Thursdays are my favorite episodes because we get to gossip a little bit. Ooh. Like a argue. teenage girl? Basically, fa- <laughs> fantasy football is a grown man's gossip show. Does that work? I, I'm very good at gossip. So yeah, gossip, I debating, agree. and arguing, and name calling. Oh, name calling! Hey, I feel like fantasy football is the only place where you can kind of do it, and it's okay. No, you can do it in a lot of things. You can do it in everything. Yeah, you can do it in everything. <laughs> but fantasy football, it's, it's the one where it's not that serious. You don't get judged as much, I Yeah, guess, is what you're ca- trying to say. No, or you, or no you do. I'm still going to judge you. Oh, okay. You yeah, if, if you do not start Zeke Elliott this week, even though he has the worst matchup ever, I'm still going to judge you for it. Can I segue into that? Okay, you can. What are what are we what are you doing with Zeke? I'm starting him. I'm talking about like long term. I'm he's he'll be fine. This is going to be a rough year. He's not going to be what you expected is. Granted, no. at least he's healthy and playing. He's not uh Saquon who's just gone or half of the other RBs that are gone. At least you can start him and get some type of fantasy production out of him. Yeah, definitely uh, not what you were expecting. Definitely not. But I mean, w- when you have injuries to the offensive line, injuries to the your quarterback. Uh, I mean, what, what do you expect to happen? A lot of people in the box. A lot to, of people. You know, a lot of people. Would you consider a two-way trade maybe? Like two-player trade to one? Yes, but I'd still have to get a lot for it. It is Zeke. He could blow up at any moment, get it together at any moment. You know that team's going to want to run the ball and feed him as much as possible. So what if there was like, I'm just spitballing here, uh, Allen Robinson and David Johnson uh, for Zeke. I mean that I that's feel a like good that's offer. a competitive offer. That's a competitive offer. Uh it it so if I have a good wide receiver situation, mm. I'm not taking it. If I feel like I can plug and play Allen Robinson and he's gonna be an immediate upgrade, yeah, I take it. Okay. Un- understandable. Uh, I I like the little back and forth here. I'm gonna get right into it though. NFL headlines. So Josh Jacobs. Illness did not practice as of Thursday. That's not good. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, it's an illness. You can play in an illness depending on how bad it is, but uh, I think he's fine. Not concerned at all? No, not really. Uh, I mean, he, he's played with worse. So uh, I have, uh, I I have expect a question. Him. Yes? I see a player on here. I don't even know why we're mentioning him at this point. Who? T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Why, why 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 do we care? Do we care at all? I don't. Some person might. I think hmm. he's trash and droppable. I think most people dropped him already. Which would be the correct decision. I highly recommend you doing so. Yeah. Absolutely. So we'll skip over him. Yeah, we don't want to talk about him. Perfect. Mark Ingram. Ankle. Did not participate. I don't expect him to play. Uh, I, I think you start have you start having to think about dropping him. It's hard to drop a potential starting RB, but I mean, it it is the Ravens we're talking about. There is no starting RB. Lamar Jackson would be the technically starting RB. If I had to name one, he still has one of the most carries on the team. Uh, I mean, if he does not practice, it's not, it's a beneficiary to the other RBs considering they're just going to eat up uh, even more carries. If you have a free bench spot, sure. You can hold on to him. I'm not expecting much. You're kind of throwing a Hail Mary, to be totally honest, because that is a pretty much a running back by committee. 
And uh, he's been very, very inconsistent and pretty much garbage all year. Uh, I, I'm afraid and sad to disagree with you, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to have to agree. If he does not play, <laughs> it's it, it's good for the running back scenarios there. But uh, next week, I'm fully expecting him to be back. Okay. So Calvin Ridley had a little bit of a nasty ankle injury. He still did not practice, and uh, I think that means he is not going to be playing this coming Sunday. Line up Julio. Julio. Uh, any other RB? Uh, any other wide receivers? Of course, we're going to deep dive this into uh, later on in the episode. You could take a quick uh, look at Russell Gage. Russell Gage. Yeah, but yeah. We'll, like you said, we'll get into it a little bit later. Of course. Now, Miles Gaskin. He placed on IR. This was a shocker to me. Like. When the news came out, I didn't even know there was any injury or he, we were concerned about anything. Nothing like that. Were you? Did you hear about it? Did you know something was going on? No. I mean, it it looked like he was going to start making his way back next week, and then all of a sudden they just IR him like that? They played I mean, not la- last week. Sorry. I mean, oh, I kind of brain farted there. I thought that said Miles Sanders. <laughs> it's Gaskin. Close. I just read the miles, and all of a sudden I went to Sanders. So Miles Gaskin plays on. I mean, they did estimate him being gone about three weeks. So uh, it's not a surprise. No, not that is not a surprise. Going on the IR because they did say three weeks, but I didn't know he was injured at all. You didn't know? And pff, well, until we talked about it the last pod. Obviously. Yes. I didn't know there was a major concern about him going three weeks until they actually announced it immediately. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, now you know. Congratulations. Okay. You have been educated. Matthew Stafford placed on the IR COVID list. So this was unexpected, and it has immediate fantasy implications. Uh, I mean, right now, Galladay, he is out. Unfortunately, I just want to talk about this for a quick second. He is already declared out, but Yahoo does not give him the out tag. He's right now listed as doubtful. I, I need the IR spot. I need to pick up somebody. You seem a little salty. Yahoo does this. It is far superior than ESPN, but it still does this stuff that really pisses you off. Right now, there's games going on. There's injuries happening. You got to pick up players. You got to drop a player. And hey, obviously, hey, you hey, can't hey. drop Galladay. Hey, what are you going to do? Let's let's take a breather, okay? Getting a little riled up over there. We don't want you to fight anybody right now, okay? It's going to be fine. It's going to work out. No, well. <laughs> no, well. For you, no. No. <laughs> so Matthew Stafford, he is not playing probably this week, and I'm going to say next week as well. Mar- uh, what's his name? Marvin. Marvin, Marvin Jones. Jones. There we go. Correct. He was expected to be the wide receiver one, and he was heavily touted as the waiver wire pickup of the week. I don't know how you com- how comfortable you feel about him right now. It's a concern for sure. Are I you mean, starting him? I mean, we're gonna, I w- of course, we're going to discuss this whole detail later on. If I have a better option, I'm not starting him. Okay, there uh, we go. Wait and see, see what happens. And Stafford's probably out for three weeks, I would assume. Christian McCaffrey, full participant, likely to play Sunday. This is the best news I've heard all year. I love it. Other than, other than him not tearing his ACL, but this is still one of the best news I've heard. Uh, finally, we get to see an elite running back coming back in action. Unfortunately, that means Mike Davis is now a handcuff. And potentially droppable, depending on how severe your situation is in your lineup. Sterling, Shepard, Devontae Freeman, limited sessions. That also includes Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. So out of the list of those four, who do you expect to play? All of them. All of them? Yep. So Drew Brees, I think they're limiting his workload. I mean, because he has a cannon of an arm, right? So we we have to let him rest that cannon. The cannon's getting less like a cannon, more like a super soaker. More like a pistol? Yeah. I mean, I guess a pistol. I wouldn't even go that far. He's getting a little old, and it's kind of showing. So Michael Thomas, he is going to be the one that everybody is looking out for. I do expect him to play. And, I mean, it's not going to affect Drew Brees' game anyways because Michael Thomas only runs three routes. He's pretty good at running those routes, though. True. So A.J. Brown did not practice for on Thursday for the third week in a row. Uh, I feel like this is just going to be the normal thing that we see all year. Just resting. Yeah, resting him. Chris Carson, questionable. Carlos Hyde has been not deemed out, but is said to be likely out. Yes. So uh, I'm also going to put Chris Carson in the out category. I do not think he's playing, so that's going to leave Homer and DJ Dallas. Really? Yeah, I do not think he plays. 
Okay. And DJ Dallas is your start then? Or are you going more Homer? So Homer is We're going to dive stringer. into it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So Kenny Galladay, like we talked about earlier, out for week nine. But they're going to do more tests on his hip. So he got ruled out very early. I believe it was Wednesday when he got ruled out. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it looks like it's kind of more serious. It's not a good sign. Yeah, usually usually they'll kind of hold it to their chests that he's not going to play until later on the week. So if they do it that early, that means there's something something going on. Yeah, if you can dangle that bait out in front of someone and see if you can grab someone really good, don't under-expect something. But for some reason, I'm getting a gut feeling this is not going to be good. It's going to be a good couple weeks at least. You'd hold that. That is Kenny Galladay. Yeah, if they put him on the IR and he's out for the rest of the season, it's going to kill you. So. Oh, yeah. Oh. We'll, see, we'll see what happens. I don't but think he goes on IR out for the season. I'm, I'm just giving you a gut gut feeling here, okay? Giving you my gut, and we'll see what happens. You did that on purpose. Now, Chris Godwin <laughs> participated in the walkthrough, but, of course, during the walkthrough, there's no pads or anything going on. Bruce Arian says we're going to have to wait till Friday's practice for no. that to go on. Of course, we're recording this on a Thursday. This will be out on Friday. Hopefully, we get some more and clearer news by then. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm not expecting much from Godwin. I don't know either. Zeke Limited, we discussed about him earlier. Uh, he's expected to play, but of course, going against the Steelers. They're going to get killed. What's the spread for that game? I'm sure it's not very good. I don't know. And Clutch starts in six of the week. So, New York Giants versus the Washington football team ha, I almost tripped up there I mean right now the Giants they kind of blew a win against Tampa Bay right yep I felt like they should have won that one Danny Dimes he looks all right the, <laughs> he right? looks all right he can throw the ball there's, he there's some nice passes there's no doubt about that the, the turnovers are the concern part which has always been the concern but the guy can throw the ball it looks like he's getting on the same page of Evan Ingram a little bit you know, nine targets, ten targets the last two games for him. Looks like he's on an uptick, I would say. Okay. And uh, I, I think the Giants are going to do well this game. I think this is going to be a sneaky good game. Last time they played, it was also a pretty good game down to the wire. I I do want to say Sterling Shepard, start uh, Ster, uh, Sterling. Shepherd. Also start. There's two Shepherds now, right? What? There's two Shepherds. What are you talking about? Sterling Shepard. And, and Golden Tate? No, no, no. Not, not now. I'm drawing. You, you, okay, you, okay. You look into it. Um, I'm I'm starting New York Giants defense. I'm I feel comfortable with that against Washington. I think they could be a a very good play. You can definitely start them. Devontae Freeman, I think, is a a decent play as well. If you want to play Washington defense, I would be interested in that because you know Danny Dimes is going to at least have two turnovers which will get you some points on that end uh Gibson would be a good play as well more of a flex option and I mean McLaurin line him up set him up he's gonna have a big day yeah sorry Darius Slayton oh okay so yeah so I way mean, off if, if you think about this Washington allows the least amount of points to wide receivers okay the least so uh while that being said I still would Start Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, uh, Devontae Freeman. If he plays, I'm going to go ahead and start him. Uh, Danny Dimes, no, unfortunately, he is only a dynasty option. He's not even startable in dynasty, but you want to hold him in dynasty. Uh, other than that, that is all I'm going on on that side of the offense. Yeah, I'm going uh, Ingram for sure. Tight ends is a, it's kind of a little bit of a mess, but nine, ten targets last two games. That's a good sign. You know, the wide, uh, Washington's good at wide res- or carding wide receivers, like you said. Slayton would be an option for me. It'd be like a flex option. And then Freeman, I, I definitely think you could start. He's going to get the workload. Yes. Now on the other side of the football, who would you like to start other than Terry McLaurin? As I said, Gibson can be a, a little flex option for you. But other than that, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from everybody else. All right. Other than McLaurin, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Now, so for the weather of this game, it's supposed to be 62 degrees with two-degree winds. I think that is a very nice football weather. I'm, I'm expecting big things or a lot of turnovers. It, I'm not sure how this game is going <laughs> to go. One or the other. It could be either one. So Bears versus the Titans. These are a 5-3 and three and a 5-2 and two team. 
Uh, other than that, I mean, running backs on both sides, Derrick Henry to David Montgomery. You're going to go ahead and insert them in your lineup. Allen Robinson, A.J. Brown, they're both going to be must-start. Insert them into your lineup. But what about the tight ends? You know, Jimmy hasn't been playing bad. He, for some reason, he's not. He he hasn't, and, and you can you can line him up and start him. If you have another option, you can. But Jimmy is a startable option for you, and it's really weird to say. But Johnny Smith is definitely a startable option. He has been a little bit on the down. He has, but you know he's been playing great in the beginning of the year. I think he can recoup that. Bears defense is very good. So if you, I would rather start Jimmy than I would Johnny Smith this game. Really? Yeah. Which might be a little bit of a, a little spicy hot take for you. It's not even that much of a hot take, and I'd probably agree with you. I think Jimmy Graham has more touchdown upside than John New Smith, especially because A.J. Brown, for some reason, just found a way to get himself into the end zone. And if it's not him, it's Derrick Henry. I feel like there's less competition for Jimmy Graham to punch that ball in. Uh, anybody else? Are we starting defenses here? You know, uh, Bears defense, it's hard not to start, but I would probably stay away from both of those defenses. If anyone, I would pick Titans defense over the Bears defense. So the a Titans defense, or Titans offense looks very good with Tannehill. They're going to score some points. Now I, I'd stay away this week. Now Mooney, the rookie receiver, looks for good. the Bears. Yeah. Is he a stash or is this like a dynasty type play right here? Definitely a dynasty type play. He doesn't hold any value in redraft. You think? If you want to hold on to him, you can. Allen Robinson's the main guy, and then Jimmy G or Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy G. Sure, Jimmy G. we'll call, we'll call him G. the real, real Jimmy G. He is a Jimmy G. You know, uh, those are the guys you're going to be looking for. I, I don't think you're going to hold on to Mooney. There's just other options out there for you to hold on to, unless you are in a very deep league. Now Corey Davis, on the other side, has been uh, he's been pretty productive for the last two weeks. Scored a touchdown or over 100 yards in both games. He's a start. No, I'd stay away from against the Bears. Really? AJ you know, Brown is the only start that I would feel comfortable with. I'm not comfortable. I'd do it. He's a solid flex wide receiver three. There's a lot of bye weeks right now. You have Cooper True. Cup, Robert Woods, Tyler Boyd. You got a lot of you got a lot of buys going on right now. I feel like you might be forced to do so. And if you are forced to start Corey Davis, I feel like that's not the worst option out there for you. No, like. definitely not the worst option. If you have a better option, you can. But you made a good point. There is a lot of bye weeks. If you need a wide receiver and you don't have anyone on a bench better than Corey Davis, sure. F- feel free. Right now, I would say I would rather have Corey Davis than Marvin Jones. Uh, yeah, because of the quarterback situation. Yes. Corey Davis, John Brown? Mm, no. I would start John Brown this week for sure. Okay. Against the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. I, I they're going to they're going to put up a lot of points. I I would definitely do John Brown. I agree. And uh, I don't think it's even close at that point. Okay, one last one. Yeah. Corey Davis or Nicole Hardman. Corey. Corey Davis. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that was a decent wage there. Okay, now Detroit versus Minnesota. Another divisional game. Detroit, they're demoralized with their quarterback and wide receiver in Galladay. But I think they're a pretty good team. I'm going to come out and say it. I think they're a pretty good team. I think they're going to come out in Minnesota. And they're going to play pretty good. Okay. But, are, are, they, are, are they going to put up some points? Or are they... You see, that's how I'm not sure. They're, they're going to put up points. I'm just not sure how they're going to do it. So I'm going to say you put in DeAndre Swift. I feel like they got to get him heavily involved. They lack in wide receivers, they lack in quarterback. He's going to get a solid amount of touches. Mm-hmm. He's going to be my guy in this game. On the other side, fun fact, Kirk Cousins averages 21 fantasy points <laughs> in domes. Yeah? Yes. He and needs it because he's what? horrible this year. Guess what? What? He's playing at a dome. Oh, you, you know who he, also he, averages big games in domes? Justin Jefferson? Justin Jefferson, we um, talked about this in the last episode where we said that, or at least I said, that he is that he is a top 10 wide receiver in domes and not even top 20 outside of domes. So Jefferson's your guy. Jefferson, Over he's Thielen a must start. this week. Over Thielen? Is Ooh. that what you're saying? 
I don't know if I'm going to Give me pl- some spice here. Give me give no. me something. No, he's not going to be over Thielen. Jefferson, he- Jefferson over Thielen. I'm hitting it. You know what? Why not? He has a higher ceiling, but Thielen's got that floor. Obviously. I think Dalvin Cook is going to just eat all over the place in this game. I think he's going to have another big game. I think the Vikings will be up by a good amount. Hot take. I don't see the Lions winning. Well, I mean, the Vikings, they're 2-3. and three. They're not that great themselves. No, 2-5. and 2-5, and by the sorry. way. Sorry, 2-5. <laughs> it's all good. I'm dyslexic. A 3 looks like a 5 from uh, here. Having a backup quarterback is definitely not going to help that team at all, especially with Galladay being out. There's going to be, you know, uh, some issues on the offense that I think the Vikings are going to be in some good field position a decent amount of the time. That's fair enough. Now, Carolina versus Kansas City. Carolina versus Kansas City. You know what that is. Game of the week. That is what it is. And there's a lot of fantasy starters here. We want to see what Lev Bell does. We want to see what CAH does. More importantly, we want to see McCaffrey. On red zone, whenever McCaffrey gets a touch, I better be looking at it live right there. That's what I want to see. That is what I am here Four. Four touchdowns? Four touchdowns, 7,000 yards. Seven. I love it. And they're all going to be passing yards, so you're going to get that PPR point, too. So he's going to be throwing the ball. He's going to be throwing, catching, and rushing. It's going to be a three-way every single touchdown. Do you even need a team, then? No. He is the team, and we're going to see that live in action. You seem like you need that. I really need that. Okay. I need to see an elite running back just go off. That's not named Dalvin Cook. Okay. Fair? Sure. Okay. Let's do it. What about Lev Bell? Yeah, we don't care about him. So, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, are you starting both of them? Do you have a preference? Where are we going on this situation here? They're both startable. I like Robbie Anderson more, though. Yeah. I like Robbie Anderson. I think he's better than DJ Moore, and uh, he's been showing it. He's been playing great this year. But they're both startable and I think must-start type players. Yeah, I would agree. Kansas City, I think, is going to put up a good amount of points against Carolina, and uh, Carolina's going to have to throw the ball. So we'll see if Bridgewater can uh, play a phenomenal game, get DJ Moore involved, Robbie Anderson, and uh, your boy, obviously, Christian McCaffrey. They're going to have to air it out. They're going against Kansas City. They're going to have to put up points if they want to get into the game, and they're not the Jets. They're actually going to try to put up the points. Jets? The Elite Jets. The Elite Jets. The okay. Elite Jets. Making sure you're on the same page. Yes. Uh, so, right. I mean, of course we are. So uh, I definitely think... There's going to be points to be held here, and that is why it is the game of the week. So let's get into the real question here because, I mean, we know who we're starting on the Chiefs. It's not a big thing. Okay. But I do want to talk about Lev Bell and CEH. What are we expecting here? Are we expecting Lev Bell to do this to the same extent, be a little bit better? Is he a viable starting option? I know my answer. I'm staying away from him. I want to hear your take on it. Lev Bell looks like an inadequate running back right now. Six carries, seven yards against the Chiefs. Come on, I, I in can a do revenge it. game, you got to do better than that. Well, he can't play against the Chiefs because he's on the Chiefs. A revenge game against the Jets, sorry. I can run for seven yards. You could run for seven yards against the Jets. I'll break all of my bones in my body, but I will definitely run for seven yards. I believe in you. Oh, which, you? which means, I hate to say it, Adam Gase might be right. <laughs> Adam Gase Adam might, Gase be, might right. be right. Uh, you know, Maybe Adam Bell just isn't that good. Adam Gase hasn't been right about a player, I don't think ever. I don't think so either. Any fantasy relevant player, I don't think he's ever been right on. So if he is right, are we completely wrong about Adam Gase? He no, keeps no, his job. no, 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 no. He keeps his job. He's zero and seven. He's still keeping his job. He's keeping his job. And uh, he's zero and eight. I'm sorry. Let me re- rephrase that. And he's going to be zero and nine against the Patriots. That's a hot take. Oh, is it? We'll get in. We'll get into that. We'll get into that after that. But yeah, Lev Bell. I mean, he's he's not startable. We weren't expecting much. You're hoping for a touchdown vulture. That's basically it. Ceh. He's still going to be the starting back. He's going to get majority of the carries. He is still disappointing compared to what we thought he could be. I think but he's, he's still gonna, start. I think he's going to have a big game this this week. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, uh, Carolina isn't the best on defense. Then yeah. I think it show out. Yeah, I mean. A touchdown, maybe two touchdowns, 90 yards, you know? Oh, that's, great, that's a, a good one. Right? A, gr- a great a game for him to, you know, boost some teams up. There we go. Now, Houston versus Jacksonville, the the home of the one and sixes going at it. 
garbage time game. I love it. This is be These are the best games because this is where fantasy points get scored right now. And that being said, I'm, I'm just putting starts all out on this field. Everywhere. Uh, well, maybe not like DJ Chark. Actually, you know what? I, I wouldn't even mind it. I'd put him on the field. DJ Chark, James Robinson. He's good. They're going in. Will Fuller, Cooks going in. David Johnson going in. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he's going in. I mean, I, I'm comfortable and confident in all of them. James Robinson going in? James Robinson. I said of he's course, going in. Of course he's going in, huh? Yeah, it's going to be a great game. There's going to be a good amount of fantasy points situated going on there. Start them up, line them up, start them up, feel comfortable about it. There you go. Baltimore versus Indianapolis. They're both 5-2, and two, surprisingly. So if you're calling Philip Rivers trash, he's 5-2. and two. Congratulations. He is trash. Look at him. He's 5-2. and two. He, he looks like garbage. He's 5-2. and two. Oh, he's 5-2? Oh, he's 5-2. and, two? Five and two. Still does not matter. 5-2. and two. Still doesn't matter. Kiss the record. Kiss the record. Okay. <laughs> He's doing this without T.Y. Hilton, by the way, which oh, proves oh, he's is just he? great. Oh, is he actually? Exactly. Kiss it's, not, it's not the defense at all? What's a defense? What's Philip Exactly. Rivers? What's a defense? You're exactly. Right. You're killing it right now. So going against the Ravens, Ravens, they had a rough outing against the Steelers. They put up fantasy points, but it was still a rough outing. They're going to bounce back a little bit this game. I mean, I want to. this is an interesting game because I want to see where the Colts are at. Is it the division that's weak? Or are they a little bit better than what we all thought? Uh, I mean, I'm still starting everybody on Baltimore, whether that's Hollywood Brown, uh, whichever running back is starting. DJ uh, J.K. Dobbins, I'll put him in. Gus Edwards, I'll put him in. Lamar Jackson, of course I'm going to put him in. Mark Andrews, of course he's going in. That's a no-brainer. On the other side of the ball, that's where the questions are, other than Jonathan Taylor. Can I, can I make a comment here? Can I hear a comment? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Can you? I don't know if you can I don't know. hear can a comment. You? I, I I don't know. I'm just I'm just making sure I'm allowed to may you say that Philip Rivers, Rivers is the number 27th quarterback. May you make a comment? No 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 no. I'm gonna make a comment. Okay, he's he's absolute trash. He's garbage, and I think we've all known he's garbage for a very very long time. Okay, just want to make I just want to make that very clear. And Danny Dimes is directly above him, so. If well, that. Danny Dimes is just great, <laughs> so we don't you don't disrespect my boy Danny. Oh, Dimes. okay, okay. So Jonathan Taylor, you're putting him in to start. Yeah. But now there's Wilkins. Now there's Hines. They're all they're all itching for that role. They're Hines all itching for something. Hines has definitely been there, but Wilkins kind of broke out a little bit. We, yes, saying. but I mean we've seen that happen for the Colts, where one running back goes off, everybody's like, oh, he's the next big guy, gotta have him, gotta have him, and then all of a sudden they just drop duds. And yeah, then, I'm not expecting. Wilkins to be some monster at all, but he deserves some more work. He showed what he can do a little bit. I think they should give him a little bit more work. I'm not saying he's going to take over, but Jonathan Taylor's been a disappointment. He's been a little disappointing, but he's been semi-productive. He's getting his production some way, somehow, whether that's yards, catches, or touchdowns. Uh, I mean, of course, he earned his must-start category. He is a must-start, but... We're going to have to look out for the other guys now. Uh, I mean, are, are you starting everybody else? Hines, Wilkins? I'm not starting Jonathan Taylor if I have another option. But what about Wilkins and Hines? You pick them up. No, I'm not starting either of those. You're not starting? So no. all three, basically? Yeah, I would I would stay away from them. I don't that's know. My, that's my preference. That's, that's I'm not, tough. I'm not, I'm not going to touch them. That's tough. I, I, I don't agree with that one. I'm going to have to. Maybe it's a, just a guy with a plethora of running backs. They're just, just you know. Just has options everywhere. No. You know? But, no. yeah, I'm not touching. I, I, I'll i stay away. That's Jonathan, Jonathan my, Taylor, you can put him in. He's not the most comfortable start, but you're putting him in. How many points? If he gets me eight to nine points, half point PPR, I'm fine with it. I'm not fine with it. But, sure. I feel like that's his floor. Okay. If those, I'm, I'm counting eight to nine points without a touchdown. If he gets a touchdown, that's 15. That's a fantastic game. So he's touchdown dependent? Well, I don't think 10 points is touchdown dependent. 8 to 9 to 10 is touchdown dependent. That's difficult and a stretch for me to say. But let's move on to Seattle against Buffalo. Because, I mean, they got running back issues down in there in Seattle. Buffalo, they have their own running back issues on the same kind. But theirs is due to, Seattle's is due to injury. Now we got Travis Holmes. And DJ Dallas out 
on the field, and they're both going to be active. Last week, Travis Holmes, he was active, but only for an emergency. This time, he's going to be a full go. Isn't his name Homer? Travis Holmes. He's the Holmes. Okay. He homie. Okay. I mean, Homers, uh, this isn't baseball. Can't be called that. Wrong sport. He's Holmes. Are you calling him, like, Mahomes? Yeah, he Almost? He, he a little homie. Hmm. Okay. Mahomes? Nah, I never heard of him. The Holmes? He cool. Okay. <laughs> sure. sure. Why not? Uh, so, Seahawks, you're, you're lining everyone up for you're the Seahawks. Them. You're lining them up. You're lining them up. Bills. You're lining, you're, li- you're lining them up. You're lining them up. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be a great game to watch. Yeah, John Brown putting him in with elite confidence. He had a disappointing game last week, but it was his first week back in a while. I think he's going to come back and bounce back this game. And then, of course, Diggs, you're, of course, you're going to put him in. No-brainer there. He is somehow a top-five wide receiver this year. I think he is? that was the surprise of the year for me. Yeah, it definitely was a surprise for me as well. But he is killing it. They're feeding him, and he's he's getting all the looks. I like that out of him. He has always been a fan favorite. Just kidding. So the running back situation for Buffalo. We got Singletary, and you got Zach Moss. Zach Moss, uh, he, he got the two touchdowns. Singletary, he had the same amount of carries, but a little bit more yards. Definition of a vulture. Is Zach Moss the vulture, or is Devin Singletary the vulture? Ooh, you think Singletary is the vulture of yards? It might be. It, it might go backwards now. No. It might be a backwards. I mean, one of them had 12 fantasy points with one yard, and the other, I mean, of course, Zach Moss, he uh, had touchdowns and yards. So you have to carry one the rest of the season. Who are you carrying? Zach just, Moss. Just one. Zach Moss. Moss. If I had an option, Zach Moss. Okay. I mean, I'm not upset at Devin Singletary. He has been not very productive, but he's had a safer floor. Uh, I'm not mad at him. But you're not happy with him. I'm not happy with it. I'm not mad, but I'm not happy. I'm just disappointed. I'm a disappointed father. That's what I am. Other than that, Denver versus Atlanta. I mean, I don't know how comfortable I, I am about anybody on the Denver side of the football. They they just have splits all around, whether it's the wide receivers, whether that's running backs, whether that's tight end. And uh, th- it just makes it difficult for me to comfortably start. I mean, last week, Melvin Gordon, he got more touches than Philip Lindsay, but Philip Lindsay way outperformed him. And on the wide receiver side, you can't really pick and choose anybody. And uh, even on the tight end side, Noah Fant, he's not even getting all the targets and the looks. So you don't you don't care for Fant at all? I mean, you could start him, but I mean, whenever somebody else named Jake Butt, I mean, who's who's out on the IR now, Jake Butt gets a handful of catches. It's kind of disappointing. I mean, every time he's been in, the last two games he's had seven targets and nine targets. That's a, a very good look for your tight end. So... Uh, seven receptions, 47 yards last game. You feel feel pretty comfortable with that start, and Atlanta's defense bad. I, I feel comfortable starting Fant. Uh, I'd rank him pretty decently high up there. I mean, he, right now with the tight end situation, you're kind of forced to start him unless you have a significantly better option, which I really doubt you do. So, no Fant, he, he's going to go in. Jerry Judy? N- uh, no, I'm probably staying away from all the other options, like you were saying. I mean, if you have Melvin Gordon, you're starting Melvin Gordon. If you have Lindsey, I, I think you can make an argument to start Lindsey because he's been looking pretty good. But like you said, that split is going to hurt you. It is. So one thing to uh, to note, I think Melvin Gordon's court date is November 13th or the 17th for his DUI, which means his suspension could likely follow fairly soon. So I think if Lindsey, if he is out on the waiver wire, which he probably isn't considering he's about 70% owned on Yahoo Leagues, uh, if he's not out there, you should snag him as a decent handcuff because you might get RB1 play out of him for a couple of weeks while he's suspended. And since November, what is that, 13th to 17th is two to three weeks away, that means you're going to be getting that during the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? And uh, that that you can't complain at that, right? Yeah. I don't think there's a better option available at for you in the handcuff position. Yeah, I think you're 100 percent correct. So on the other side of the ball with the Falcons, Matt Ryan, you're gonna do it. You're gonna start him. No, Calvin Ridley. You still it, starting? It hurts to start him because how bad 
He has been a couple different games. But, yeah, you can start him against the Broncos. Julio Jones is a must-start, obviously. Uh, Gurley is a start. Anybody else you're considering start? What about Russell Gage? Flex. Flex, yeah, you can definitely do it. Uh, I'm not the most comfortable about it, but I'd do it. I would rather start somebody like Marvin Jones over Russell Gage. Okay. I would rather start... I would uh, probably start Tim Russell Patrick. Gage over Marvin Jones just because of the backup quarterback. is a, a big concern. I don't know who he's going to target, anything like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty close. I, I do think the Falcons win this game, which makes it so Russell Gage may not get the targets that I thought he might. And since we're kind of expecting Detroit to lose this game, they might be airing it out Broncos. a little bit more. What? The Broncos to lose this game? No. So Atlanta, I'm expecting them to win this game. So I don't think Russell Gage is going to have as many opportunities. That's what I'm saying. You said Detroit. Well, yeah. So comparing him to Marvin Jones. Oh, okay. Marvin Jones, they might be losing. Therefore, he might be getting a lot more volume. Okay. So, uh, I mean, Ryan Hill, he has been the backup running back for Todd Gurley. But Ryan Hill has been getting a handful of carries here there. Uh, I think he's also worth a stash. I don't think he is Philip Lindsay potential stash, uh, but he might be worth a stash for the playoff coming games, especially because, uh, I mean, this has happened two years in a row where Todd Gurley starts off strong and then he kind of starts faltering a little bit as the end of the year comes out, especially with his knee injury starting to occur. Uh, so it's like I think a it's safety a little, blanket. Is I, pretty much I think it's saying. a safety blanket more than a handcuff, but I think it has uh, potential, not Philip Lindsay type potential, but potential. Yeah, I, I like that play. I like that call because, I mean, Todd Gurley has obviously been getting a massive amount of touches every single game, but his yards has not been what you're expecting. His yards per average have not been. The last three games have been 2.4, 2.7, 2.6.That's That's not getting it done on the ground. No, and not that's really. that's pretty obvious. So having Brian Hill as a bench spot to be able to handcuff a little bit, yeah, it makes sense understandable but i do see Gurley still getting the volume that he's been getting i think it'll take a little bit of an injury for Gurley to lose his starting role but i'm not saying that's out of the question with an arthritic knee yeah if you can honestly trade him and trade up at a running back then sure but issue is with that there's so many running backs that are hurt it's going to be hard to make a move it will be hard to make a move right now Gurley Gurley is comfortable start he's a comfortable start which is why Absolutely. Uh, I can't recommend you trade him. Absolutely. Especially with the touchdown production that he's getting this year. Yeah. Now, so the Raiders versus the Chargers. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I suspect him playing, so I'm pretty comfortable putting him in. And he's a set and forget for me. Justin Jackson on the other side of the football, he earned his set and forget option for me. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, I'm starting him. I think you have to against this uh uh, Raiders defense that doesn't look good. Uh, Brian Edwards is coming back for the Oakland Raiders or Las Vegas Raiders. I'm sorry, I was making yeah, a mistake on that I was, one. I was about to say, are you feeling comfortable starting anyone other than Waller? Because Waller's a set and forget. I think we all know that. Yeah. But is there another option? Are you considering Rugs? Are you considering your boy Nelson Aguilar that gave, gave the donut the other day? Who are we considering? I would still only consider Nelson Aguilar. I mean, yeah, he dropped the donut last week, but they did play in 30 to 30 mile per hour wins in the pouring rain. That's that's an outlier game. It's not going to happen again. I'm comfortable with Nelson Aguilar, even though he still had a red zone target in that game. He, he almost had the ability to redeem himself. He dropped the baby. He dropped the baby. So uh, I'm comfortable with him. I know he's going to get another, at least one red zone target. I think he has a high floor. High ceiling. Absolutely. The Chargers. I mean, Herbert is a start. He's blind. Herbert's Mine been a good. monster. Mine Line good. him up. Keenan Allen. What do we think in Hunter Henry? Start. Okay. Uh, start. Any any other wide receivers? Mike Williams, do you feel comfortable with? I'm comfortable. Or you leave it? Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling Mike uh, Mike Williams. You I think, like him. You think this is going to be a high-scoring game? Is it, is it seems like the way you're talking seems like there's going to be some juice in this one. I like the juice. I mean, the Chargers, they got a Bosa. They got a Melvin Ingram. They got a little bit of a defense. They got a Casey Hayward out there too. They they, they got do. a good defense. They do have a good defense. But I like the uh, I like the way the Raiders are playing. They're pounding the ball. They're playing good football. They're being efficient with the football and they're pl- and 
the record shows it. They're four and three. I like this to be a little bit of a high scoring game. And I think they're both going to have to score some points to compete with each other. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a a great spot. Next game is going to be an interesting one, to is say the it, least. <laughs> Steelers-Cowboys. Really? I think Steelers just walk all over them. Are you going to give me a hot take here? Are you going to give me something spicy the, oh, no, or are you just no, going to agree? No, yeah, I kind of agree. Uh, okay. I mean, the only question is, is are you starting Chase Claypool? There's already – I mean, I don't know how Deont- – let me double-check Deontay Johnson's outlook. He completely slipped my mind. Take a, take a look. But Claypool is a start. Uh, obviously, James Conner is a start against that horrible Cowboys defense. I am staying away from everyone other than Zeke against this Pittsburgh defense. And, and with Zeke, I still don't feel good about it. It hurts, but you're lining him up. You're starting him. You're seeing what happens. Those wide receivers, someone is going to get some sort of volume. We don't know who it's going to be. I'm staying away from all those wide receivers. I'm benching everybody. Yeah, Deontay Johnson actually is not even on the injury report. He's going to find a way to get hurt this week. I just don't know how. He always, he always does. does. He'll, uh, he'll, figure Minnesota. he'll figure something out. So, uh, I mean, I'm still starting Deontay Johnson. Chase Claypool is the wide receiver three right now. So, uh, it's hard to start a wide receiver three. Right? Yeah. I, I, would you rather Claypool or Juju? Juju. Okay. okay. So Cl- Claypool is difficult to rank, and I, I don't want to start him. To gauge on usage. Yeah, there's I no, think there's no gauge. Yeah, you yeah. don't really know what's going to happen, and it's just going to take you know one of those he comes in, broken down play, Ben, Roethlisberger, ben Roethlisberger finds a way to get him the ball. If you're happy and confident in that happening go ahead but i also think pittsburgh is just going to run heavy this game and they're going to try to end this game as fast as possible to make sure they come out with no injuries and the easy dub i don't think they're going to allow the cowboys to really get anything going this game i would assume not and if you have the steelers defense if you're lucky enough to have them against dallas this could be a monster game I uh, it's you're gonna get a lot of sacks. I mean, this is yeah. the only. I mean, right now the Pittsburgh Steelers hold the record for most cons, uh, consecutive sacks in a game. This is that Steelers defense that averages the most pressures per game, and you're going against that. It's gonna be Cowboys. <laughs> a a destroyed be, Cowboys. It's just gonna be sack, 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 catch or hike, ball sack, hike, sack, hike, it, interception maybe. Is, Hike, pick six, fumble sack. Is it bad that I just smile every time the Cowboys are horrible? I hate the Cowboys. They always somehow find a way to destroy their team. They always find a way to lose. Every year. They always find a way to be 8-8. Eight and eight. Are and they going to be 8-8 eight eight this year? No, they're definitely not going to be 8-8. Eight eight. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to they're gonna be bottom of the barrel this year. I always thought J- Jason Garrett was a semi-decent coach. Yeah? Okay. But at the same time, sometimes the Cowboys, they had some pretty good teams. They had some very good teams. They've always had a lot of talent. And I'm not sure how they never were never able to translate their talent into wins, but they always found a way to do that. Well, when you when you have a starting quarterback hold uh, field goals um, in playoff games, I mean, that, that's one reason. Oh, well, that's a different um, story. That was a horrible decision. But there's got to be a reason. Are they cursed? I think they get overly confident, and then it just kind of—I don't know why. Because <laughs> they're so talented, they can do something, and then they—they get—they can't. They get cute. They get cute with their play calling. They think they could air it out when they should just give it to Zeke, and then it ends up biting them back in the face. But of course, Jason Garrett is not there anymore. He is on the legendary Giants, and with Danny Dimes, with Danny Dimes, as it should be. Now Miami versus Arizona. Miles Gaskin, like we said, he's on the IR. Tua, his second start. I think we're going to see a lot more of him this game. I don't think Arizona is going to turn the ball over like the Rams did last week. Uh, but what running back are you looking at right now? As we talked about before, uh, as long as Breida is healthy, I'm going to go with Breida. I don't think Breida is playing. Okay. So it's Jordan Howard and... Uh, Lard. Who? Lord, let me read you his name right here. I'm gonna. Those are their two options. And then whoever they signed, Deontay Washington. 
It's gonna be. I'm. I'm going with DeAndre Washington at that point. Patrick or Howard. Patrick Layard. I don't think DeAndre Washington can play. He's got to wait five days, right? Yes. Yeah. So DeAndre or Howard might be the guy. I would stay away from the running back situation there. But w- would you play one of them? Jordan Howard. Yeah. You would yeah. start him this week. Yeah. I mean, right okay. now. Uh, the Cardinals, they lost their best pass rusher in Chandler Jones. So I think Tua is going to be able to maneuver around the pocket and make some throws. I think they're going to move the ball down the field. I think Jordan Howard is going to get his opportunity to, to do what he does best and Vulture touch some touchdowns. I love it. I hope Dolphins score a lot of points so Cardinals can score a whole bunch of points because you know who's going to eat? Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. Chase gonna Edmonds is going to eat this game. Hopkins, Hopkins. is going to eat. Actually, Murray. I'm, I'm going to – this. A little hot take. Hopkins is going to be a little disappointing this game. Okay, what are we talking? What's disappointing? Honestly, 10 points is disappointing for me out of Hopkins. Okay. Uh, is Christian Kirk going to step up? Or are we talking about just in general, Cardinals are going to have a down game? I think the Cardinals have a little bit of a down game right now. May I, Miami? They is got a little you? swagger in their game. You saw that against the Rams. They got a little swagger in that defense. Jordan Howard? I mean, not Jordan Howard. Xavier, Xavier Howard. He's playing real good football. Right now he has one of the most interceptions on defense. They got some decent pressure up front. I like the way the Dolphins are maneuvering there right now. I think they could challenge the Bills for that division. Can they? I think they can. I really do. Okay. I really do. We'll find out this weekend. But, of course, you're still starting DeAndre Hopkins. Kyler Murray, absolute must, 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 must start. Chase Edmonds, must start. Anybody else? Hopkins and that's it. Hopkins and that's it. There we go. So New Orleans Saints versus Tampa Bay. This is actually a week one matchup. It's happening relatively early. Six and two versus five and two. Winner of this game likely wins a division, in my opinion. Really? Mm-hmm. Because now one of them is either going to have the tiebreaker or the complete sweep in the division. I don't. I don't see either team losing very many games over the course of the I year. Th- I think we see the old Saints. Old Saints. With Michael Thomas coming back, the original Saints that you everyone's scared of. I think the defense gets back on track. I think the offense gets on track. I think they beat the Bucks. They dismantled the Bucks the first week. So much that everybody was wondering, is Tom Brady not that good? Ooh. Remember? Remember, there were a lot of hot takes flying around after that week one loss that New Orleans handed Tampa Bay. True. But, I mean, right now, Chris Godwin... He is likely out. Mike Evans is going to be another must start. Is uh, <laughs> is AB playing? I do not know if AB is playing, but I, I no, I do know. I heard they were going to do. I forgot what how many snaps it was. It could be up to twenty snaps, or as less as thirteen snaps to up to thirty-eight snaps. I think it was or something. That's like an that. odd number. Yep, those are some weird numbers. Yep, but it's not going to be anything sixty plus or anything like that. Okay, I mean. No, Bruce you're not Arians, starting it. Bruce Arians had a quote on it. Uh, I'm not starting Antonio no. Brown. You're, you can start Mike Evans. I know a lot of people are going to start Antonio Brown based on name and hype that he's getting right now. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Gronkowski is going to be the start. Ronald Jones. I'm a little. I'm going to tell you to tamper your expectations on him, but you're still probably going to put him mm-hmm. in due to draft stock and well, he's been pretty productive this whole year. I can't tell you to not do it. I'm going to give you a sneaky little sleeper. Sneaky little sleeper. Yep. All right. Scotty Miller. Scotty? I think Miller. you can start Scotty Miller and line him up, and I think he could have a decent game. If you need him a flex, you need a wide receiver three, I think he'd be a little sneaky. I, I think, think Lattimore is going to be on Mike Evans. His track record with Mike Evans is actually pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty uh, good. It, Mike Evans definitely has some issues with him, and I think Scotty Miller can uh, – Undercut a little bit. I think a lot there's going to be a lot of traction on Antonio Brown when he's in the game. I think Miller's going to get open and have a pretty decent game. I do not disagree with you there. I would go ahead and stamp that with my seal of approval. Oh, thank on you. the other side, I mean Kamara must start. Latavius Murray, if you're desperate, you can put him in and hope he vultures a touchdown or breaks away because he does average ten carries a game. It's hard to 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 you know be discouraged by that. It's pretty good. It is. You just know the the upside there is is not what you're looking for. There but is if no you, upside. It, yeah, if if you need somebody to get you a couple points, hopefully get a touchdown. That's your guy. That is the guy. Uh, I mean, Michael Thomas. He plays. Must start. Uh, Smith. 
Traquan Smith, if he plays, which he should, must start. Actually, only I'm only going to say uh, Traquan Smith is his must start if Michael Thomas does not play. Yeah, I, I would say he's like maybe a flex to a wide receiver three option. If, I'd stay uh, away from it. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but Michael Thomas is going to get a massive amount of targets like he usually does. Yeah. Drew Brees, are you just going to play him? No. No? Okay, no. you're going to look for other options. Absolutely. Okay, so New England versus the Jets. Can you give me a second, sir? Are you? Sh- are you do you want me to skip? You want me to skip your thing? You better not. I'm going to skip it. Do bet. Do it. See what happens. Don't even start with me right now. Nick Folk. Kicker. Patriots. Start him. Because he's going to kick. He's going to be the kicker of the the week. week. 16 points. At least 16. I mean, the Patriots offense, it's a little doo-doo right now. The Jets defense, a little bit more doo dooer. So that means the Patriots are gonna just gonna steadily move the ball down the field. You're gonna hope Cam Newton doesn't fumble it and screw you over. But I'm expecting Nick Folk to be a very busy guy this game. I expect a lot of field goals to be kicked. This is a gonna be a low scoring game. And when there's low scoring games, kickers, they just get a lot of work. And if you're gonna get work, you're gonna get fantasy points. I I hundred percent agree. Is are we starting anyone on the Jets? Let's start with that. LaMichael P. Ryan is uh, Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder. And then you want to keep an eye on LaMichael P. Ryan. You're probably not going to start him, but you want to keep an eye on him. He's he's a watcher. You got to watch. Him. Watch him a little. I mean, New England, they gave up the ninth most fantasy points for running backs. So, I mean, there is room for him to do some work. But with Frank Gore there... The offense just in disarray. It's hard to, to to justify putting in a potential backup running back in. Yeah, I'm, I would stay away. It's just a watch and see. Dynasty hold. See what happens and see if he uh, if Gase will get him on track. Because obviously Gase is going to stay there if he's 0-8. Yeah, Jameson Crowder did not practice today. And Adam Gase says they're going to look at tomorrow and his status there. They do play Monday night, so he gets a little bit extra time for him to heal up and get that thigh or groy going. Uh, that being said, I don't know why a Patriots-Jets game is on prime time. Once again, they find a way to to ruin that. Other than that, uh, is there anybody else on either team that you want to start? I mean, the Patriots, they got a lot of players, not much to go after, right? You can do Patriots defense just because that Jets team is very, very bad. Other than that, there's not a lot on this Patriots team. There's not a lot on either one of these teams. Mm-mm. So that that makes it so there's just not much fantasy viable starters. I mean, uh, Cam Newton, he did have a decent fantasy game. It's just the fumble and the fact that it was the game loser that really kind of just made him look bad. Right? Yeah, you could say that. I, uh, I think you should and you can't start Cam Newton. He has just a lot of potential with rushing touchdowns and running the ball. Yeah, and I I said that at the beginning of the year. He looks worse than I thought he was going to, but if you are in a pinch, that running ability can help you. There's a lot of injuries and there's a lot of uncertainty in uh, the the QB quarterback side. I'm pretty comfortable with Cam Newton. I think he's going to have a pretty decent fantasy output game. Okay. Is there any wide receivers here? Uh, no, there's no wide receiver that I could recommend you start. Okay. The, this good. is the, right now this receiving core is a watch and see, and then you're going to act accordingly afterwards because they're just, there's other options out there. You I mean, Corey Davis, I'd much rather have him. Marvin Jones, much rather have him. Uh, Tim Patrick, if he plays, I'd much rather have him. KJ Hamler, I'd much rather start him. Tim Patrick. Can't, Tim Patrick and KJ Hamler are on uh, the Broncos. same team, yes. Or on the Broncos? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'd much rather have either one. Tim Patrick right now, he is questionable to play. So Judy, I would assume, too, then? Yes, I'd much rather okay. start Judy. Yes. Okay. So everyone on the Broncos, too, yes. pretty much. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes, okay. I mean, right. it is the, the Patriots and the Jets we're talking about here. There's just there's not much going for either one of them right now. Okay. 
you uh i got i got a little present for you oh can i see the present yeah oh please Your favorite segment, one of your favorite segments, Star is Born. I'm going to assume. Correct. Yeah, I'm correct. correct. Star cool. is born. So I'm going to start off with Sterling Shepard. I think this is going to be his game to really make a mark. Uh, he, he's been pretty productive the past few weeks now that he's coming off the IR. And this week is just going to be another one in this books. So right now, Danny Dimes really likes him. He likes targeting him. And it really opens up that offense. If you were that close to beating, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think you're going to do a very good job against the Washington football team. Uh, Sterling Shepard, he is the start of the week. So they're, I mean, the, that offense is figuring it out. It is figuring it out. It, it looks out. like it's starting to move in the right direction. Someone else who's moving in the right direction and uh, is another star is born is actually on the same team. Who? Evan Ingram. So Evan Ingram has nine targets, ten targets the last two games against a He's going against a very bad Washington team that gives up a decent amount of points to the tight end position. And he's been getting targets. Obviously, Danny Dimes feeling a little more comfortable with him, getting him involved more, especially at right now where the tight end situation is. Evan Ingram is a must-start for you this week. He's going to have a good good game. I think he's going to have at least 10 targets, 80 yards, maybe even touchdown. Oh, I think the touchdown upside is very high in him. They're actually giving him a lot of rushing carries for some reason. They're trying to mix him in. Yeah, they're, they're getting him in right now. And I like that. I like to see that out of it. So that wraps up the Star is Born. I got a more favorite and memorable segment. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, let's let's do it then. Do do player of the week. I'm gonna start it with Antonio Brown. A lot of people are hyping him up. A lot of people are saying he's gonna go off this game. I'm telling you to relax. I think he's pretty bad. And because of that, not pretty bad, but I think it's a bad situation for him to go in right away. And I think that's it. He's gonna have to be the guy that you gotta sit and wait and see. A lot of there's a lot of bye weeks like we mentioned earlier, and a lot of people are gonna be leaning on starting him can't do it don't do it please don't do it absolutely it's a bad decision especially with the low snap count that Bruce Arians is talking about stay away from him wait a week I'd rather put Scotty Miller in there see what happens he's going to get more targets I think he's going to be a more viable option my doo-doo player of the week is going to be Ronald Jones and last two weeks have been very rough for him 13 attempts 34 yards 7 attempts 23 yards and Fournette was back and Fournette has eaten into a little bit, but Ron Jones hasn't looked good. New Orleans defense is a very good run defense. I am staying away from him this week, especially because Fournette is healthy back. I know he's not going to eat into it too, too much, but when you're looking at it, he's actually gotten more carries than Ronald Jones the last two games. 11 attempts, 50 yards, 15 attempts, 52 yards. Fournette is uh, moving into eating into Ronald Jones. So touches. they did play week one against each other. Like I mentioned earlier, that mm-hmm. game, Ronald Jones had 17 carries and 66 yards. I don't expect him to get 17 carries this game, so I expect him to have even less yards. Uh, right now, he's going to be a touchdown dependent back. I think you are correct. He is going to be a doo-doo player of the week. And you did mention the Saints defense being stout. They are stout, and they're very good. They still have not allowed a 100-yard rusher. And uh, uh, since November 13th, 2017, it'll almost be three years. Uh, it has been 48 games and the record is 53. They are closing in on that mark. And I think they're going to be able to break it this year. That means Ronald Jones is going to be the doo-doo player of the week. And they definitely will not get 100 yards this game. No, 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 no definitely not rushing. Unless Fournette no. breaks one. Unless someone breaks one. Yeah, but, but I'm, I, I'm not holding my breath on that. I don't see it. Yeah, so that wraps up this episode of Top Tier Tactics. I am Natter, of course, alongside Bud. Do you have a send-off for us? Survive. Survive Survive if you got a lot of injuries at running back, and uh, it will all work out. It'll work out, especially because you listen to us, right? Absolutely. True that. Good luck, everybody.
thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 